Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everyone. Welcome, everyone, to the house of the Lord this afternoon. It's great to see everyone out this morning. Those watching by means of the live stream, we welcome you. So thankful for you to tune in today. God is good. And all the time. Amen. Amen. God is good. Give us some announcements this morning. Uh, Today is... Mission Offering Sundays, the first Sunday of the month. We are now in September, September the 3rd. So we'll be taking up missionary offering here uh, a little bit. And uh, I want to uh, just throw out there to everyone that if you pay by with uh, your card out there at the, uh, the desk, the little black box out there is for you to, when you fill out your envelope, to put in there uh, because Kessie keeps up with that. She keeps uh, uh, just documentation on it. So if you don't do it, she's doing it. So let's help Sister Kessie out if we could, please. And uh, we want everyone to use uh, use the kiosk there. But when you do, just if you don't mind, go ahead and fill out the what it is you're putting in there and drop it in that black box. So it, it just helps Sister Kessie out and saves her some time. And we appreciate that very much. So. Uh, remember that if you would please and then looks like it's a Labor Day weekend so the unofficial end to summer tomorrow a lot of people who uh, ain't already quit work uh, will be off tomorrow for a holiday Uh, sister Linda has recently uh, retired so that's why I say that yeah (laughs) but uh, for everybody else we'll get tomorrow off and uh uh, bless sister and she is well deserving of retirement wish her the uh, very best in, in that but, uh, on Tuesday uh, sister Tina has a birthday so we want to wish her a happy birthday <laughs> may the Lord richly bless you on Tuesday sister Tina are you going to take your birthday off as well or are you going to have to go to work you have to go to work <laughs> well alright if you want to Uh, (laughs) On Wednesday this week, first Wednesday of the month, we have our uh, corporate monthly prayer meeting. So remember that come Wednesday. Uh, We'll be doing that Wednesday night, 7 o'clock. We get together and uh, spend some time in corporate prayer. We pray for things uh, together as a church. We take special uh, spoken prayer requests, and it's just a great time of in prayer uh, to the Lord for uh, many different things or just as we come together uh, and just uh, invite the Lord into uh, this place and every situation that's going on. And we know that it's working. It's very much so working. So remember that come Wednesday, our prayer meeting. Then on Saturday, it will be the Arts and Antiques and Music Festival down in Gulletsville. We still need some uh, booth workers. Uh, we have a couple signed up. Uh, we are, it's needed from uh, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. So remember that uh, this coming Saturday, we have different time slots up there. This is just a great way to represent Christ Family Church in our booth. Uh, we very much need the support uh, of, of you to help us out in this. We all want to see... Uh, Christ Family Church, Kingdom of God, you know, grow. We want to see, you know, the, the our church grow. And it's a great way to get out there and just be a voice and let everyone know in the community that, hey, you know, Christ Family Church is here. There is there's a place 
where Jesus reigns and you can come and be touched, you can, you can receive salvation, and it's nothing more than that. It's just simply being the voice uh, for the community. So uh, if you haven't signed up, please commit, sign up to it for the times, and it won't, it, it won't take too much uh, from your day uh, to participate in that. Also, the, it is the quarterly newsletter come out, The Shepherd's Voice. It's out on the uh, uh, welcome desk out there. Uh, pick up your copy of that from Pastor. Uh, he's got that out now, so be sure and get that uh, today before you leave. Praise the Lord. Also, just want to go ahead and mention that uh, Grandparents Day is next Sunday, and so uh, we'll be uh, thinking of our grandparents on next Sunday. And then coming up after that will be the bridal shower for uh, Sister Amber. So there's a sign-up sheet on the backboard for the bridal shower. So if you haven't signed up there on uh, something to bring for that, uh, remember that on the 16th coming up. We thank you for that. There's also a ladies' meeting after service on the 17th. So remember that, all ladies, that on the 17th will be a meeting right after uh, service for the ladies. I also want to mention that uh, the fellowship meeting is on the 30th uh, up there in Bowling Green Bible Center Assembly at 5 p.m. Remember that coming up. Uh, so we are looking forward to that. A lot of things going to be going on and coming up here. Uh, see, me and Michelle were just talking about it seemed like once fall rolls around. We, we do get busy uh, doing several things, but uh, it's... Um, it's, it's great just to be about the Father's business and do be kingdom-minded things. We have other things that scattered in, in there as well, but we definitely need to be about the Father's business. We uh, Don't ever get tired of an extra service that we, that's going to come around and have. You never know what you could receive from the Lord during a service. So don't ever count it out. Don't ever say, I'm too tired to go, you know, uh, when we have these services come, uh, you know, the Lord works in, in these services, and, and he honors your commitment to him. And that's what the Lord wants from us, though. He wants to see some commitment from his children. Amen? Amen. That's true. Hallelujah. So remember these things coming up, uh, and uh, we will just stay busy. Our uh, devotion this morning, I was uh, thinking this week I get up and get going, and a lot of times as I'm getting up in my day and going, uh, it's beginning to get uh, daylight, and the sun's not yet up, but the transition's there. Uh, it just begins to slowly take place, and I, I was looking out at the sky. It was uh, still dark, and the stars were there, but they were slowly beginning to fade away, and you could tell that the sun was coming, they're beginning to come up, and the more the sun comes up, the stars, it just seem are gone. You know, the darkness is gone. It's a new day. The sun is brightening everything up. That's It shines its light. And I just began to think of Jesus and how he is. He's the light, you know. And it don't matter what darkness it is that seems around us at the time, Jesus shines a light. And we can find our way. We can see the way. The stars are still there. It's just the sun's come up and it's overtaking it. Jesus yes. overtakes the darkness. All Jesus right. overtakes every situation uh, that's within our life. And I think of uh, John in chapter 1 and uh, begin reading in verse 9. I like his scripture. It talks about this, uh, John the Baptist was uh, the forerunner of Christ, but he came to witness of the light, but he was not that light, as it starts out in previous verses. But in verse 9, it says, That was the true light, which gives light to every man coming 
into the world. And I'm, I remember Pastor saying just recently, or Brother Hale used to say, if it says true light, that means there are false out there somewhere. <laughs> And so there is false lights out there. There is false direction. Uh, artificial light, if you want to call it that. There, there's artificial out there. But Jesus is the true light. Give light to every man cometh into the world. Verse 10 said, He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Whew, he was before the world was made. Notice how it puts it there. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. And the world did not know him. Verse 11, he came to his own, and his own did not receive him. And here's where I get excited and happy is verse 12. But as many as received him, talking about Jesus, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, hallelujah, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. And I'm so thankful today, this afternoon, that I know Jesus as that true light. And I know when I look to him and his light shines all around, no matter what's going on, his light is going to outshine that darkness. The darkness, like a scripture said, ain't going to comprehend it because he is there. Right. And I'm so thankful for yeah. him today. I'm thankful that he has allowed me to believe on him, hallelujah, and put my hope in him. And not only that, but for the salvation as well. I'm, I'm no longer of the flesh, but I've got, I, I am born of the spirit, hallelujah. And I'm so thankful for that today. And I'm going to let my worship to Jesus this afternoon, uh, glory and honor, honor Jesus for that, because he has given me a new life. I'm so thankful for that today. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise as the praise team comes back up. And let's worship the Lord wholeheartedly this afternoon.
Possible, we'll see a miracle. God, we believe for it. Hallelujah. That's all we need to do is believe the Lord. Believe and trust in the Lord. His word said it. Hallelujah. We just need to believe it wholeheartedly and receive it. Hallelujah. Praise the name of too many times. Maybe we just don't get ourselves in a place where we're truly dependent upon the Lord. We allow ourselves to make decisions. We allow ourselves to feel like, well, we'll do it this way or that way. But there, there needs to come a time where there's nothing and nobody else but Jesus. And believe it at that time. Hallelujah. Receive it. Because he's already promised it. He's already done it. Hallelujah. We believe for it. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. God is good. And all the time. Let's give him one more hand clap of praise. Today. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to ask the blessing for the tithes and offering for this week. Like I mentioned earlier, it is a missionary uh, offering day. And I want to uh, uh, just remind everybody we are supporting a local missionary here, uh, Sober Living Ministries, right? I want to get Sober Sober ministry, sober living ministry. See, I didn't say it twice. I'm Are you sober? Not, I don't think so. <laughs> not, not not now. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Uh, but that's the one uh, at Cross Point um, up there in uh, Franklin. There's a brother that, that uh, has got this going. Uh, it's it's doing a great work right now, and we're so uh, happy to help support this. Uh, if there's anything we all know, there's people that's hooked on many different things, and they need somebody, need a man of God, need a, need a woman of God, 
that is not afraid to speak and pray and, and claim Jesus over them. Uh, and then they need help through the situation. You know, they need they need the guidance, and uh, that is definitely what they're doing. So we're uh, we're thankful for them and their missionary field that they're doing here locally. So we just want to support that, and uh, we want to remember uh, the country of Haiti. You know, I don't, I don't know how many have heard, but they're talking about want all the Americans to get out of that country. Uh, there's uh, uh, quite a bit of disruption and, and killings going on, and I think uh, Michelle had told me yesterday, the day before, that um, there was two men killed that go to church there. By there was a gang that killed two two men uh, that go to the church there where we uh, support missions. So uh, they very much need our prayer, but need support as well. Uh, Haiti has had some uh, big issues going on for a long, long time. Remember them, and we, uh, we're also supporting Ecuador, uh, and Sister Susan uh, Temple, is the, uh, she's has a great work going on there. Uh, she's building another facility to do another building. So uh, many, uh, many, many needs for a missionary field. They need our prayers, but they need our support as well financially. Uh, and uh, so the Lord is in all these things, and uh, we are uh, so thankful that we can help participate in that so uh just remember our missionary field but we're going to just ask the blessing upon offering heavenly father we give you praise and glory for all things we thank you for those who have committed their lives in the missionary field we ask lord that your blessings be upon each and every one your hand of protection be upon the missionaries not only that we support but around the world those who proclaim your name the name of jesus we know that there's many killings going on in pakistan for your name, Father, there are many whose lives are being taken. And so we speak your name. We speak the name of Jesus over every nation right now. Hallelujah. We give you praise and glory for those men and women who stand in a gap. Hallelujah. Proclaiming your name. And, Father, we thank you for blessing us. And as uh, we receive the tithes and offering for the week, bless the kingdom of God and let all praise and glory always come back in your name. In the mighty name of Jesus, let everyone say Amen. God bless you as you give today.
I do love Jesus, and uh, and enjoyed the the songs. He is a miracle worker. I love him, and I I praise him for the miracles that he has done and that he's going to do. I know he's not through, even though this world is just a mess. But I know that he works for his children, and I praise him. I give him the glory. We had a good time on our trip. We uh, seen all the, uh, well, we seen three of the main cities where our country got started from, and <clears throat> Jamestown and Yorktown, and oh, I forget the other one, Williamsburg, but <laughs> I didn't really care that much for the plane trip, but we enjoyed our <laughs> We enjoyed seeing the country. We had a had a great uh, guy that showed us around, drove a bus that lasted about all day, and uh, even fed us a colonial meal, and it was so good. I love their Virginia ham. It is great. It's great. Well, I'll quit on that. <laughs> God is so good to us all. I just truly praise him and, and thank him for his protective covering over us. That I, all the time I thank him for his protective covering because I know that he watches after us. I know he keeps us in his hands. I know that he's a, a God of love because he loves us so much that he takes care of us. Even those in, that 
suffer for him and everything. He's with them because they're going to see a better place. And I just give him all the glory. I know she's got a testimony. Praise God. I'm so thankful for her. She has a she has a great voice uh, for the Lord and the kingdom of God. And uh, we need to hear from her every now and again. Amen. We thank the Lord for her. Praise the Lord. At this time, we're going to ask Sister Kathy Mabry to come up. She's going to uh, sing a song for the Lord today. Let's give the Lord a hand clap as Sister Kathy comes. It's just, I want to sing a chorus, but I just want to say, you know, I feel the opposition this morning in the air. Do you feel it? <laughs> it's, there's a strife, there's a striving to, to do anything for the house of the Lord to get there sometimes, but it's not that we don't have that inside of us and desire, it's just that there's opposing spirits, and we pull them down. We pull down every stronghold, every demonic principality, everything that tries to come against the body of Christ, we pull it down. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is good and he's on the throne. Hallelujah. Yes. Appreciate the Lord. Thank you for keeping his hand upon Pastor and Sister Cassie and First Lady and Brother Chris. And, you know, they are always missed. I just know that God had his hand on them and they were so deserving to go. It just blesses us, don't it, to know that they're, they're being blessed and having a good time in the Lord. This week, Sister Michelle and I got together. She didn't know, neither did I, what was going to transpire, but God had his hand on us. God always seems to clean up my accidents and my messes, and I backed over somebody, and um, the hitch on my Hummer hit their quarter panel, and they wouldn't be very happy at all. <laughs> Needless to say, I rate very ugly, but a police officer came by when I should have been over with. I go, I just called this in like a minute ago, and there's a police officer at my door. Literally, really, it was like, God is good. He is on the throne. There is nothing too hard for him. There's a little song I've been singing. I even recorded it and sent it to Chance and Lee this week because it was all over me. You know, the opposition's in life, but there's so much in the Holy Ghost that simply speaks legislative change that liberates us from those oppositions. We push that and we resist the enemy. Hallelujah. Thankful to the Lord that he gives us that power and that authority. It's a little peppy song. Battle with the devil. Come on, tell us. But I know you love. 
said, not today, Satan. <laughs> Hallelujah. One more time. Not today, Satan. Not today, Satan. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. We're about to change order of service, but uh, Sister Jera just come to me and said that uh, her uh, mama, Sister Mary, is not doing very well, and she wants to stand in right now and let uh, the elders of the church pray over her in behalf of Sister Mary. That the Lord strengthen her, give her peace right now. Hallelujah. So we're going to do that this time.
Well, we will, we will uh, just stand and uh, stretch, dismiss for Children's Church. We will forego the uh, meet and greet today. Uh, so we'll just stand and stretch and change order of service and turn it over to Pastor and dismiss uh, the children for Children's Church. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hello, y'all. <laughs> well, God is good. And all the time. Give him a hand clap of praise. Praise the Lord. We do... Um, have the spirit of the love of the Lord around here, and we love to uh, meet everyone and greet everyone, but um, this crazy thing called COVID is just seemed to be coming back with a vengeance, and we want to uh, do our part, amen, and uh, we don't want to have anything to do with spreading anything, but like, like uh, Sister Darlene, our first lady, said a while ago, uh, we, 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 we pray a, a constant covering uh, over, and um, God's going to take care of everything. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. It's good to be back in the house of the Lord. Praise the Lord, sis. Amen. Good you to be here today, and each and every one, we did have a, a, a great time where uh, the Lord allows us to go, um, <laughs> the reason why Sister Darlene didn't like that airplane ride is because those two uh, uh, SA agents took a bottle of maple syrup away from her. <laughs> she, uh, she, uh, she was trying to sneak contraband on the plane. <laughs> uh, while we was in Williamsburg, we bought a uh, pretty good little size of that maple syrup that they bottled up there. And I mean, it was a thick kind. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it was a nice thick stuff. And uh, wasn't thinking anything about it, but um, uh, we uh, wrapped it up and put it in a carry-on. It should have been put in a check baggage. 
Uh, and uh, but when they run that thing through the X-ray, I seen them when they 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 took that thing off the line, and then after I stepped out of the X-ray thing myself, they said, uh, "Over here, sir." And I uh, said, so "We're going to go through your baggage." I said, "Um." And um, so he pulled he pulled that out. He says, "Y'all can't have this. It's got." I said, "You only got a certain amount of liquid you can carry." So uh, one of them security agents had some pancakes this morning with our syrup. We paid about twenty five dollars for them. Um, and it, it didn't just get us, but it got Cassie. She bought a bottle too. They took hers. So that's how come she don't like flying. <laughs> but uh, I could preach a good message on that. Uh, there ain't nothing you can hide to get away from the x-ray machine of the Lord. Huh? Come on, somebody. That right there would preach. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, those machines, they check now. I mean, they're going to find everything, and that's the way God is. I don't know how people think they can they can do anything to get by God because he knows it all. Matter of fact, he knows your plans before you do it. Glory to God. But praise the Lord. Amen. We just love him. We love each and every one here. We appreciate uh, the um, things of the Lord. And I'm going to be um, doing a pastoral type message today, uh, something I hadn't uh talked about in, in a pretty good while. I'm, I'm not one who, who who harps on and talks a lot like some preachers do about giving. Uh, but the Lord has directed this in my spirit and I want to see everybody uh, uh, in our family uh, bless and I want to see you uh, increase uh, and no matter what the situation in the world is, God has got a plan for your prosperity no matter what the world's going through. Amen. And you see, I live under a different set of rules than the, than the world does. Amen. And uh, I'm in a covenant agreement with the Lord himself, the creator of the universe. He and I is in covenant. Just like the Old Testament patriarch, back the Bible talks about one of the times when there was a great famine in the Lord and the patriarch who followed the will of God and was in covenant with God, the Bible said that he planted and he received a hundred percent increase that year in the year of harvest, I mean, in the year of famine. God blessed him anyway. Everybody else's crops dried up, but this man's crops flourished, and he received a hundredfold blessing. And I want you to know, and God wants me to tell you, that no matter what's going on in the world, God can bless you. Amen. If you know what you need to do to keep those blessings flowing in your life. And that's what I want to talk about today. And I'm, I'm going back to a word that I coined many years ago. I'm going to do a little preaching this morning. Amen. This is a uh, teaching and preaching message. So you just pray for me. 
We're going to the book of Proverbs, the 11th chapter, reading two verses. I am doing my reading from the um, uh, ESV version, uh, English Standard Version. And this is what it reads like. One gives freely, yet grows all the richer. Another withholds what he should give and only suffers want. Whoever brings blessing will be enriched, and one who waters will himself be watered. Go back to that first scripture, uh, Layla. Look at this again. Let's read this, and I want to I uh, put add a word right there. One person gives freely, yet grows all the richer. Another person withholds what he should give, and only suffers want. Next verse. Whoever brings blessing, oh hallelujah will be enriched, and one who waters will himself be watered. Very powerful words in these two verses. Let's pray. Father God, we come today. We thank you for the privilege of being in your house. Thank you, Lord, for our church family, those that you have uh, helped us together, together with today. We thank you for those that are watching online. And we're praying for those that are not here due to sickness. In the next few minutes, speak to us, God. Let us know the key to living under your blessings in our life. Speak to each and every heart. In Jesus' name, let the church say, God bless you. You can be seated. I want to talk to you on a subject title today, The Three Keys to God's blessing. Three key T's to God's blessing. Now, let me say this at first and get this out of the way. Salvation is by grace. There's nothing I can do to earn it. Amen? I can't purchase it. I can't live good enough to get it. It's totally by grace. No works whatsoever, no deeds, nothing like that. That's It's God's free gift, salvation is. So that means that salva- if I got salvation, that means heaven's going to be my home one day. But, look at your neighbor and say, but. Even though you may be going to heaven, you can... Uh, make your time and trip easier or harder getting there. The favor and the blessings of God comes by those who follow the principles that's in His Word. And this is one reason why you see one person's a child of God seems to always be struggling 
They never seem to make ends meet. They have a hard time about everything. But then you got somebody else, same uh, a child of God, but yet everything seems to be falling together in place. Uh, I mean, with uh, well, with persecution and trials, because we all go through that. The Bible says, "They that live godly and try Christ Jesus will suffer persecution." Amen. Understand that. <laughs> but the one person has not learned the principles that God has for him or her to be blessed. And I have to say, and I have to admit, and it's not easy for me to, to admit, but in my younger days and in my younger ministry, especially as we was raising three kids, there was a lot of times I was not the kind of giver that I should be because I thought I couldn't afford it. I thought, I mean, it was, I mean, it's not that I didn't want to. I wanted to, but I knew this bill was coming up and that bill was coming up. When uh, our middle daughter was born, uh, uh, Jennifer, we didn't know it at the time, and the doctor didn't know nothing about it and everything, but, you know, she, those of you who know us, you know, she was a twin, and her twin sister died very early on before the doctor could detect another heartbeat, and she, um, uh, she was born several uh, months early, and uh, um, from, from the birth hospital was transferred uh, to Vanderbilt Children's Hospital and spent the first two or three months of her life in Vanderbilt Intensive Care. And guess what? I didn't have a penny of insurance then. Didn't have a penny. And so it was, as the old saying goes, hand to mouth and all that stuff. And it, uh, uh, it went on. And there was a lot of times I thought I could not afford to give. But now I've got uh, less high hair. And the hair I've got is turned white. Amen. And I've learned something. I can't afford not to give. I can't afford not to give. Because God has proven to me. But let me, what I want to bring out to you in this message that giving is not always about money. There's some other things involved. And I honestly... I hope everybody will get this out of the spirit of my heart and what God is putting upon me today because I want you to be blessed. And I know God wants you to be blessed. And God wants you to live under his favor every day to where no matter what's going on in the world, you're going to be receiving what you need. So I'm going to talk about the three T's to God's blessing. Those three T's are time, treasure, and talent. Time, treasure, and talent. Many people in our world, they try to hold on to as much of their wealth as possible. But God blesses those who give freely of their time, their treasure, and their talent. That's what I call the three T's to God's blessing. 
And it begins in remembering. It all begins in remembering something. And it remembers everything. Look at your neighbor and tell them everything. Everything that we have belongs to God. That's the first thing you've got to understand. You don't own nothing. You may think you've got a house. You may think you paid off a mortgage and they sent you the title deed. But that thing belongs to God, not you. You may think you've got an automobile, but it belongs to God. And that's the first thing that so many people, amen, it's all about my, 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 my in this world today. Hallelujah. Amen. But you've got to first realize that everything that we have belongs to God, and we are only stewards of what he owns. Glory. We often lose sight of the fact that it is God who gives us the ability and the opportunity to make a living and sometimes think that we have achieved our success through our own hard work and ability. Amen. Many people think that. Once we gain a right perspective on our blessings that we receive, we will learn to give back Not just give a little, but we will learn to give a generous portion of our time, our treasure, and our talent to God and also to others who may be in need. When we give generously, amen. Now I'm talking about generously. You know the scripture in the Bible, you've heard it quoted, I'm sure, and you've probably read it. That the Lord loves a cheerful giver. You know that word cheerful? Look at look it up in the Greek sometime. Look at look at look it up. And it, it, it actually is hilarious. Hilarious. God loves an hilarious giver. I didn't see nobody falling down an aisle rolling and laughing when it's given off a while ago. <laughs> Glory. But God loves a cheerful giver. And because God loves a cheerful giver, God loves it when he looks down and he sees his children are generous in their giving. You see, God often supplies us with more so that we can give more. In fact, God's method of blessing his children is by their scattering of seeds. Seeds of time, seeds of treasure, and seeds of talent. So, your blessings has nothing to do with the grace of God. Your blessings does not come by grace. Your salvation does, but your blessings don't. Your blessing is measured by how much and generously you sow. Talk to any farmer. And he'll tell you that the kind of harvest that he receives at harvest time has to do with how much seed he plants. And it's the same thing in the kingdom of God. God expects us to sow seeds. Seeds of our time, seeds of our treasures, and seeds of our silence. 
So let me ask you a question. How tightly are you holding on to what God has entrusted you in the way of time, treasure, and talent? Have you experienced the true joy of giving? Do you give of your first fruits or the leftovers? Now, you've heard me teach on this before. Some people uh, debate on how much percent that I should give, but let me tell you something. Uh, uh, Whether or not you give the first fruits is more important than the percentage. Because study the scriptures in the Bible about giving. It's always we give, we give to God the first fruits of our increase, not what's left over after we've done everything else. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. That's important. How are you modeling your lifestyle of generosity for your children or your grandchildren and anybody that you that looks to you for guidance. Ask God to give you a mature view of your blessings and to give you a generous spirit as you place your dependence and trust in Him. Now hang with me as I get into this. The three T's. Number one, generous with your time. Generous with your time. If ever was, if ever was a time for you to take notes, you ought to take this stuff down. Because I guarantee you this right here works, folks. It works. God expects me and you to be generous with our time. Time is one of the greatest resources granted mortal man by our Creator. Amen. Right now, time means everything for me and you. The days are going to come, there ain't going to be no time. It's going to be eternity. It ain't no such thing as time in eternity. But right now, while you are mortal, time is one of the greatest resources that you have. Yet, it is also one of the most wasted resources. Amen. We waste more time than we do anything. God bless the crickets. Time cannot be restored once it's been spent. And everyone whom God has granted life has been issued a certain amount of time. Follow me now. And in that time, God has allowed the purpose of your life to be fulfilled. So here it is. Before you was thought of, before you came squalling and bawling in this world, God already designed a purpose for you and your life. And according to your purpose is how much time God says, okay, Samuel Eli Pruitt Jr., I have designed him and called him to do this, this, this with his life for me. And it's going to take this much time for him to finish that. And I don't want to keep him here no longer than that because I'm anxious for him to get back to be with me. Hallelujah. So we can, God says, I'm, I'm sending you down on earth, Samuel. And I, I got this 
I've designed for you, and I've called you, and I've purposed for your life. And I'm going to grant you this much time, and it's just enough time to you get that done. What I've ordained for you to get done, but as soon as the time runs out and you've fulfilled your purpose, I'm calling you back to me because me and you are going to hang out, brother. Hallelujah. He said, Lord.
this life. Don't take it lightly. Please don't. But let's say you take a $50 bill, maybe a $100 bill, and roll that up and tuck it somewhere away from your wardrobe desk. And when you do that, you make a pledge to God. Said, Lord, this hundred dollar bill or this fifty dollar bill, I'm giving it to you. I will not use it for nothing else, and it will stay in my pocketbook until you direct me to somebody that I meet down the road where you're going to say bless them. And because I've got it laid away. I'll have it, and I'll be able to give it. Now, you want to talk about the blessing of God in your prayer and your life. But listen, like I said, be careful before you use that faith. Because once you give that, it's not that you can just keep it for yourself. You can do it all on but you can't keep it. You can keep the promise. You can stay on track. issues uh, taking care of everything, and there's there's been a lot of times in my past that I seen somebody who was in need, but I didn't have it, and it hurt me because I didn't have it. And then God began to speak to me, said, you need to prepare, because if you prepare, I'll, I'll make a way. Lord, I'm an Glory to God. See, he who brings blessings will be enriched. If you learn to be a blessing to somebody else, God's going to bless you. I have, I have these things happen to me all the time. It just It's been a few months ago. I don't remember exactly how, how many months ago it was. But I was in the service somewhere after the, it was after the service. And uh, there was one sister there. Uh, Caitlin was one shaking hands, and I shook hands with her, and I shook hands with this lady, and I, I could tell that there was something uh, in the palm of her hand, and she looked looked at me, she had tears in her eyes, she says, I'm making, I'm sowing a seed for the salvation of my son. She says, I want to sow a seed, I want to bless you in sowing a seed for the salvation, that my son will come to God. And I looked, and it was a $100 bill there. And it wasn't about me. It wasn't about me or money or nothing else. But she wanted to, amen, see something. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. And she planted a seed. That's what I'm talking about, church. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. About this blessing. Praise the Lord. Amen. I got one more. Let's talk about generous with your talent. Hallelujah. Generous with your talent. The firm and final method of giving is through your talents. Now, when I say talent, I'm not talking about the big creativity or saint. 
singing a song. That's not what I'm talking about. That's, that's, that's not, that might be a part of it, but that's by no means the total ability of it. But when I say being generous with your talent, I'm talking about the skills that God has allowed you to achieve in life. Give to God your talent and your abilities. Some people would never consider offering skills to the church or even a brother or sister uh, in the church unless they get paid for it. pastor talking not long ago. They were having a hard time. They were having a hard time uh, paying up, keeping on the church, and keeping the lights on and everything else. He said, he said nowadays, I ain't seen nothing like it. He said, everybody you get on stage, they ain't going to get up and, and do nothing unless you paint. You got to play the piano player. You got to play the drums. Remember the time in my life. I had an older brother play, sing, play. Man, I couldn't play a radio without getting stuck. And I began to pray. I said, Lord, if you'll give me just a few more tricks, you'll give me a tricks. went from the guitar to the drums to the piano to organ to various other things. And because God knew my heart, he didn't just give me the ability to play an instrument. And don't get me wrong. I mean, you ever heard, you ever heard the old saying, Jack of all trades, master of none, you know? given me the gift of music and then never been an instrument. If I wanted to play, I couldn't sit down and it would come to me just in a matter of a few minutes. There's several instruments that I have sat down for the first time and helped in my hand. It was not me. It was God. But I've been faithful to him and what I promised in that prayer. Amen. I mean, I've had the opportunity to to be a, a, a studio musician in downtown Nashville to, uh, to play for, for records because I didn't know how to play uh, different kind of instruments. And, um, uh, and I talked to him, well, I, I guess if I did that, I'd have to be playing all kind of music, just, uh, not just gospel. He said, well, any, anything that's being recorded at the time, you can play it. I said, well, I can't do it. I can't do it. Let me ask you. Has God enabled you that you can't do give back unto God unto help? 
God desires us to make an offering of our skills and talents from time to time. I ain't talking about all the time. I'm not 100%. I mean, because you can, whatever your trade is, you've got to do it to make a living. I understand that. God understands that. But you can give back a portion of your talent, whatever that talent may be. You say, you let us know you'll be a world-class cook. And so you let a sister or somebody in the church that's sick and not able uh, to cook for themselves, great to, to fix a meal with somebody, cook somebody a meal. That's giving back to God of your abilities. What I'm talking about this morning is not a shouting message. It's not a, uh, a run-the-aisle message. But it's a message that you have grasped and get a hold of this. I guarantee you everything in your life in the way of being blessed by God will turn around. It will turn around. Listen to this. I'm fixing to close. Making an offering of your skills and your talents from time to time. And this little scripture falls under the category of helps. God has placed in the church. You think your talent or skill was given to you just to make money or to make a living? God just might desire you to be a help in the kingdom. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Now you are the body of Christ and members individually. And God has appointed these in the church, first apostles, Second prophets, third teachers. After that, miracles. Then gifts. Notice that's plural there. I'm not teaching that, but that's uh, some people uh, overlook that plurality of the gifts of healing. Notice our next one there, helps. Administration, various varieties of tongues. Helps. certain abilities that can be a help in the body of Christ. Maybe you, maybe you don't have, maybe you, you don't have a, the, the ministry of apostle. You don't have a prophet or a teacher. Maybe you're not a workers and miracles. But uh, you can be a help in the kingdom of God with your skills and your While I was gone, prayed for me, asking me to pray, to put a covering over me. Uh, and that was very important because that spurred off something that, that God warned me about long ago. I, I, I received a message uh, from a bishop in Africa, a different part of Africa than where I was going, Bishop Miller. He's in Liberia, and that's that's in West Africa. I went to East Africa, and he sent me a message and said, uh, "I'm praying for you, Pastor, because God gave me a vision concerning you. I've seen a, an evil spirit in the shape of a giant crab crawling out of, out of the ocean up on the ground, coming after you, to attack you when you get here." Well, 
you know what, none of that came to fruition because I had people right here in this body that was putting the prayer curtain on me. And you know what you was involved in? Helps. Helps. Lord, let me get helps tonight. Let me get praise tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise his name. The three T's of God's blessing. <clears throat> this message got, as far as I'm concerned, the greatest deal this year is, and, and, and praise the Lord for the generosity of our church. The totality of this message and what I've said to you comes out of my, my heart of love for you, that I want to see everybody walk in the fullness of the blessing of God in every way possible, in every way I want to see you blessed. Hallelujah. Hey, let's face it. If you get blessed, I'm going to get blessed because the tithe is going to preach. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Let's stand together. We're going to open the altar line. And if anybody has a need, you need prayer, we've already prayed for Sister Mary. Continue to do so. Uh, I was told about Sister Edna uh, earlier this morning. Somebody that came in the office and told me about, about her that uh, uh, called in hospitals at her home and got her set up in a hospital bed. That's where we are in our place of service. God had never looked myself nothing like that. Not never. And uh, don't let me ever look at nothing between you and me to be received. I want to be received. She was uh, telling me how exhausted and wore out she was trying to uh, deal with some of the people at the nursing home there. And, and sometimes she said, I have to get right with them. I told her, I'm not going to leave until you get this done. But I want you to, you've got to stand remember. She said, I don't know what you people do 
questions that some people out there have just been forgotten about the family joint where one of the bike come see him today. And she told me, she says, uh, uh, every time I go out there, she says, there'll be people sitting in the, in the aisles of the audience, you know, smiling and talking, and she can take the time to speak with them and, uh, you know, and uh, recognize them and things, and they enjoy me dealing with that because they don't have nobody to come see them. And that's exactly, and we want to be examples of what the Holy Ghost is blessed to Invest in somebody that's lost and fallen. You will be blessed beyond measure. Let me read this to you. I'm going to read something to you. Here's all the blessings that you can receive on this Sunday. Yeah. 
Come on, yes. Come on, clap your hands, everybody. Claim it, receive it in the name of Jesus. God is good. All the time. Give him another hand, clap us, please. Glory, 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 glory to God. We appreciate your attention as we ministered from the Word today. Thank you that have watched online. Be much in prayer for these prayer requests that we have mentioned and that has been mentioned today. Again, Wednesday night will be our monthly prayer time. Your first lady, Sister Darlene, will be doing the devotion this time. Uh, and uh, So she will be doing devotional for us. And then we will get into our prayers uh, and, and pray and go to God corporately. Hallelujah. Let's bow our heads and thank God for the service. Father, we come to you today. We thank you and we praise you for this service, everything that's been said and done. We glorify you and we honor you. I speak blessings on every person that's here right now in Jesus' name. I ask that you would keep them and uh, watch over them, especially as they travel on the highways going home. In Jesus' name, let the church say, God bless you. We love you in the Lord. Hallelujah.